This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 822 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Driving Radio Show, where Dr. Ying and Glenn the Geek talk about fleas. Flea infestation, flea prevention, flea life cycles, everything flea. And we'll get right to our tip after this nutritional minute from Kentucky Performance Products. How is Summer Games different from other electrolyte products? Summer Games Plus contains the same electrolyte formulation as Summer Games Electrolyte, which was originally formulated for the horses competing at the 1996 Olympics. The formulation was based on the results of research conducted in anticipation of the Games, which were held in Atlanta, Georgia, known for its hot, humid summers. Summer Games mimics the composition of equine sweat, supplying the horse with the exact amounts and ratios of electrolytes relinquished in sweat. Summer Games Plus contains no sugar, like many popular commercial electrolyte supplements. Summer Games Plus also contains a buffering agent that helps create a soothing gastric environment. This is especially important for horses subjected to the stresses often related to top performance, such as exertion, transportation, and unfamiliar stabling atmospheres. Ask for Summer Games and Summer Games Plus electrolytes at your local tack and feed supplier, or visit kppusa.com. Now, on with today's tip. Well, Dr. Ying, I need help this week. I know you do, Glenn. I'm sorry to hear your problems, but I think we've all been there. Although, it well, kind just of me wait. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just you wait. Uh, now, we never had a problem ever in all the places we've lived on the East Coast with fleas yeah. on our dogs, right, and our cat. But and we give them the the you know the frontline stuff every every I don't know what this frontline brand, but it's one of those brands that we give them every month. So we've been dutiful about that, and we do it year round here in Florida because you got bugs year round, right, and. And we've never had a problem with fleas. In Florida, um, you know, uh, I'm not going to give a whole, like, detail of all this flea stuff because I think everybody that owns animals yeah, knows, knows the basics. Yeah. But, uh, but one of the things that's kind of interesting about fleas is you just moved in there recently, right? Yep, this new house? Like four months ago, yeah. Like, did you ever go away and you come back, you get your dogs, your house has been empty for a couple weeks, and then you go in and you think, you're covered in fleas. You, your dog, the cat, everybody. And they're coming from everywhere. And you think, oh, my dog must have got fleas from the kennel or whatever. Right? right? Or right. you think that this house came with fleas. Well, saying the house came with fleas is probably pretty true because what they can do is, you know how the adults lay eggs and the eggs fall off onto the ground, right? Right. Then they break open and they eat like whatever's on the ground, like organic debris, like dust bunnies and your skin cells and whatever. So then they pupate, but they know, I don't know how they know. I can't remember if it's from vibration or temperature or something, but the, they'll break out of the pupa when a host is there. If there's no host there, they wait. So basically what happens is they kind of are going in waves, right? So as soon as there was no host in your house, they all kind of lined up, right? You're lining up to the pupa stage. So there's all these pupa ready to come out when you go in. 
Okay. And that will be the same as um, in your ha- and outside of your house too. So maybe they're not technically inside, but in the yard, they're all these things just waiting for a warm body to come that they can feed on. So they all break out at once. Uh, also, you're using the front line, which I think in the last couple of years, we've all seen a lot of uh, resistance to front line. So they actually have a new front line um, that does work well as like a newer product. Uh, but, you know, since this show is about traditional Chinese medicine and more natural alternatives, um, which let me tell you, I use Frontline. It's safe and it's, um, it's derived from uh, – it, it's a molecule that is derived from kind of a plant material. Well, but one it of the helps things with the ticks and stuff too. I mean, it's not just yeah. for the fleas. Yeah, right. And, and, and at every point in time, you're going to have to use some kind of medicine. Like, for example, for heartworm, I use – uh, like milbamycin, which is the same as like ivermectin. And I'm not going to not give my horses ivermectin and I still vaccinate horses. So you have to take everything with a grain of salt, right? But um, there's a product that I recommend to my clients, which is uh, called the Comfortis. Have you ever heard of Comfortis? No, uh-uh. It's spinosad, which is a molecule that's derived. It has a really interesting story. It's derived from a fungus. So, like, you know, penicillin is derived from the, the red fungus. So this was actually a fungus that this guy found on crushed sugar cane in this abandoned, uh, if, this is, if the story is true, in an abandoned um, molasses factory in the Virgin Islands. And um, they use it as a, uh, it's used in organic farming also as a, um, a way to control insects on plants. But they also found that it, it helps with the fleas. And the way that it works is it affects the uh, nervous system of the flea, just like frontline. And the reason that it's safe for your pets is because, uh, and it's safe for all mammals, because this molecule only sticks on a certain part of the, the nervous system of the insects because our nervous system is different from the insect's nervous system. And, and we're lucky that it's different enough that this product works on the insects and not on us. So, so um, do you give that, is it a powder or a liquid? How do you oh, feed it? It's a monthly pill. Oh, okay. And um, it kills, when you give it to them, it kills... Uh, in 30 minutes, it starts killing the fleas on the pet. So it goes in their bloodstream. And then it, by four hours, 100% of the fleas are killed. Wow. And, and then it should work for a month. However, if your place is infested, right, you're right. dealing with this whole like army of pupae that are just waiting to come out. So some of the things that you can do, so I recommend getting the, either Comfortis or the Trifexis the trifexis is Comfortis plus a heartworm medication. Okay. So that's like the easiest thing. Once a month, you give them flea stuff and heartworm. And where do you get it? You can get it from your veterinarian. Okay. And you should always check with your veterinarian first before starting any prescription medication. Don't just listen to me on the radio show, okay? Right. Um, but we then need to put that disclaimer now, at the beginning of every one of these. <laughs> yeah, don't just listen to me. I haven't even seen you or your pet. I don't right. know. So, uh, okay, so now you've tackled your flea problem on your dog, right? So it's, she's going to keep getting infested. That, that medicine will help, but you don't take that medicine. Uh, they do make it for cats, so you should treat your cat also. 
but now you have it in your bed or on your carpet or whatever. So you have to do something about that or the fleas are going to bite you, right? Right. So the best way to break the life cycle is to vacuum with diatomaceous earth. And, you know, that Jennifer, actually, it's funny you mentioned that because she just got some of that to f- for the pets. Yeah. Uh, because apparently you feed it with their feed and, and it, they say it helps get rid of fleas, too. Yeah, and it's been used for many, many years um, in livestock medicine as a natural dewormer. And what it is, is it is like these little, it's a white powder that's made up of little fossilized diatoms. And diatoms are like little tiny phytoplankton, like little algae. And their, their little shells are made up of silica, which is like glass. So the shells are fossilized and they're, um, you know, microscopically, they're actually really beautiful to look at under the microscope. They have all different shapes. They have these little crevices. And while to us, you wouldn't feel any of that, um, those indentations to a flea or um, it's used for slug bait also. Uh, For those animals, those little, um, their shell is like little razors. Mm. So it, it cuts their skin, but then it's also really dry. So um, it sucks all the liquid out of them. So it causes well, them saying to it that desiccate. way sounds really gross what's happening in your carpet. <laughs> I know. You're murdering these little fleas. We're slaughtering you know them in my carpet. <laughs> you know what? You spend one night staying awake all night being bitten by fleas, you're going to be wanting to, to kill those fleas. But now, what do you, you do? Sprinkle- you just sprinkle it? You sprinkle it on your carpet, and then you wait, you know, like an hour. Because they sell it like at the tax shop for five bucks for a bag, you know? Oh, yeah. It's really cheap. Yeah. It's really cheap. And then you you can vacuum it up. And then make sure to dump your bag. Dump your vacuum bag. I mean, really, that's a huge pet peeve of mine. I have dumped boyfriends for never cleaning the... (laughs) Okay, I'm not going to swear. For never cleaning the vacuum bag and putting it away dirty. (laughs) So you should do that just as a general rule, but if you are not that type of person, here's a reason to do it. You don't want to like suck up all the eggs and then have them just stay in there. Um, but the diatomaceous earth, you can put that on the ground. Even if you put it on like hardwood floors or you have tile, you sprinkle it around and just leave it there and it'll get into the crevices and things. Um, and you're supposed to be uh, able to put it on their bedding too, right? Yeah, you can put it on their bedding. Like in, it she, doesn't, she sleeps in a house or a little kennel. so. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it doesn't work when it's wet. When it's wet, um, you know, it can't desiccate out the things and the shells get soft. So if you want to, you can dust it on your bed. Like now you're day one. I would dust it on the bed, wait a little while, and then throw once you're hopefully killed all those fleas, throw it in the washing machine and give it a good wash in hot soapy water. And then when it dries, dust it again. So so give it a day or two to then, then wash it? Yeah. Okay. And then um, you can also rub it on your pets. Just be careful. You I mean, obviously, you don't want to get it in their eyes or have them breathe it in. But if you rub it in their coat, um, then if fleas do get on there, it cuts the fleas up, mm. you know, as they walk through their coat. Huh. Um, and another thing you can do with that is, uh, like, sometimes with, like, little baby kitties where I can't use any... Um, medicine on them, any flea chemicals. I rub the diatomaceous earth on them and then comb it with a flea comb. Because really, don't underestimate the value of that flea comb. Really? Yeah. Have you you've seen those flea combs, yep, right? Yep. 
I mean, if you are, and, and then you're, now you're saying to me, well, how do I stop the fleas from jumping off the flea comb? Yeah, well, you put the di- my next question. <laughs> yeah. You put the diatomaceous earth on them first. Okay. And then you're hoping they're dead, and then you comb out the dead ones. But another good way to do it is, uh, if you don't have diatomaceous earth, you can uh, fill your sink with, like, soapy water or your bathtub, and then put the puppy in the soapy water and then the fleas are going to start all trying to jump off because they kind of drowned in the soapy water. And you can start brushing them. And you can actually drown a lot of them in the soapy water. Whew. We have them giving her flea baths, which, which seems to just piss off the fleas. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, the flea baths, what, I, know that I know how you get desperate and you want to do something. Um, the pyrethrin, pyrethrins uh, can be a little, little bit toxic to them. And sometimes if they have... Um, flea allergy dermatitis sometimes that pyrethrin stings a little bit so but um, you know if worse comes to worse you have to do that or um, if you haven't started the trifexis yet you can do that and then within one day all the fleas will be gone huh all right well we're gonna have to we're gonna have to give that a try you're gonna have to try that and um uh, but, but, you know, like say you're in between, sometimes when the fleas get really bad, my trifexis doesn't work the whole month. So I do something like the diatomaceous earth or the soapy water bath that can, can use that in between your monthly treatments. I think we're gonna have to do both actually at this point. Yeah. You know, the, the, the earth stuff on, on the carpets and <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah. And, um, another thing you can do too, that's really good for every day is to add yeast to the diet and, and apple cider vinegar. Huh. So that should help. That's like an old um, home remedy. Well, very good. Well, let's hope this helps. We're going we're gonna to give it a shot here and see uh, if we can uh, get it under control. You know, it's not terrible, but I don't want it to get terrible either. Yeah, you need to stop it in its tracks, and yeah. that's the important thing. So there are a lot of natural things you can do. And like my take-home message is, um, don't be afraid of using, uh, you know, don't be afraid of using things like trifexis and just understand how they work. I'm not saying you have to believe everything these big drug companies tell you because I'm for one, you know, totally against big pharma, but this is a good product that seems to be very safe and, and it could protect your pet from getting much worse diseases. So it's worth a try. Very good. Well, thank you, Dr. Ying. Appreciate all of your help once again. The opinions of the hosts and guests on the Horse Radio Network shows are just that, opinions. Use your own judgment and seek proper professional advice with anything you hear on the shows or read on the internet and ride safely. It seems like you're, you're just my personal doctor here on the show now the last couple of weeks. Like, <laughs> I, I got this problem, I got that problem, you got to help <laughs> yeah. me out here. But I, I figure I'm not the only one with the problem. So No, I cannot go to a cocktail party without hearing about somebody's dog's diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's the funny. price to pay. <laughs> that's funny. And that's a wrap. For more tips on everything from barn care to websites for horse people, you can go to horsetipdaily.com and look for the topics drop down menu on the left. If you just can't get enough of Dr. Ying and Glenn, you can listen to them every week at drivingradioshow.com. You can also find more information on horse health at Dr. Ying's website, dr wendyying.com and don't forget to support our sponsors here on horse tip daily because they make these podcasts possible this podcast has been brought to you through the generous support 
of Kentucky Performance Products. You can find them online at kppusa.com. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.